Welcome to The Healthy Shift Worker, the podcast inspiring shift workers to be the healthiest versions possible whilst working around the clock 24-7. Here's your host, Audra Starkey. everyone welcome to today's episode of the healthy shift worker podcast uh, where i'm going to be uh, talking about meal frequency and its correlation on our weight loss so in doing so i want to throw out a question um, that is uh, are three meals uh, a day really necessary or it's even got to that stage where, you know, are three meals a day and two snacks in between, are they really necessary? Because this is really the the information from a lot of, uh, you know, dietary uh, and food advice uh, that we've been uh, hearing uh, for quite a while now. So a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, speaking at a uh, veterinarian conference uh, here in Australia, and I, and I threw out a question to the audience. And and that was where did the notion come from that we need to be eating three meals a day with the snacks in between? Like where where did we even hear uh, from that? Like who actually invented uh, the idea? Because the thing is, we've we've become accustomed to or even programmed to think that we need to be eating three meals a day and those snacks in between. Uh, and including maybe uh, something for supper or after dinner, uh, but where did this advice even come from? So let's let's take breakfast as an example. Uh, you know, breakfast really is a, a relatively new invention um, that we've normalised it, um, heavily promoted, of course, by you know big food, big breakfast companies who have a vested interest in ensuring. Um, that as soon as you know we're we're getting up or waking up uh, that we we're having something to eat because we've been told that we must break the fast uh, as soon as we wake up you know before we do anything to ensure that we've got energy for the day we must break this fast uh, in order to be able to function at our best but it's never really sat well um, um, for me. Uh, and when we think about it, uh, you know, with these breakfast companies promoting uh, these types of uh, eating, you know, it really creates lifetime customers for them. Uh, and of course, you know, it makes a big food industry uh, very happy uh, because it makes them a lot of money. Now, the thing is, though, eating multiple times a day, so eating continuously, prevents the body from losing weight in a couple of ways. First, it prevents the body from burning off existing fat stores because when we're constantly eating, the body is in a state of perpetually high blood sugar. Now, high blood sugar triggers the pancreas to produce a hormone called insulin, which helps to move uh, the sugar out of the bloodstream and into the cells so that it can be used for energy. Too much blood sugar is also quite toxic on the cardiovascular system as well. So the body is really uh, you know, in that constant uh, uh, survival mode or, or wanting to put us back into that uh, balance or, or, or state of homeostasis. Unfortunately, though, insulin is a fat storage hormone. So when there is chronically elevated blood sugar, mainly because of the types of foods that we're eating, high, highly processed 
high uh, sugared foods, but also if we're continually eating, it means that there's going to be a lot of insulin produced and then subsequently stored. High blood sugar also impairs a process called uh, metabolic flexibility, which is when the body is able to move in and out of uh, fat burning mode as required. So essentially taking a break from eating initiates uh, certain hormonal changes that make stored fat more accessible. It, it really just helps the body to break down any surplus fat, which of course is going to lead to weight loss. Uh, there was data published uh, in a peer-reviewed journal uh, titled Obesity uh, that stated taking time out from eating or fasting, um, it's a bit like flicking a metabolic switch that shifts the metabolism from fat creation and fat storage to mobilisation of body fat in the form of free fatty acids and fatty acid-derived ketones to be used for fuel. Essentially, uh, in layman's terms, uh, what that really means is it just, uh, as I said, it, it helps to uh, the body to break down any uh, surplus flat, uh, surplus fat, um, which can lead to the weight loss. So two things to keep in mind in order to maintain a healthy body weight and composition, uh, meaning uh, more muscle and less uh, body fat while whilst working 24-7, is it? We need to keep our blood sugar and insulin levels uh, low. So blood sugar or uh, glucose levels need to be relatively low because when they're high, the body um, will continue to use that as a source of fuel instead of burning uh, fat. Um, uh, it basically does not allow that to, to happen. Your body is never being a fat burner. Secondly, insulin levels must also be low. As I said, insulin is that hormone secreted by the pancreas, um, which helps to move glucose out of the blood and into the cells. It helps to keep the blood sugar levels low, but unfortunately it can also uh, block certain enzymes responsible for making fat burning to occur. So this is why we need to have this focus of both our blood sugar and insulin levels need to be uh, as low um, or continually uh, low instead of those high spikes. And this of course is not going to happen if we're consuming a high amount of junk food or we're overeating or continually eating 24 seven and in between meals. So the big takeaway that I really want to share from this episode is this, is that eating when you're not hungry, for example, you know, those times at, at breakfast, um, and this means even healthy food, eating when you're not healthy food, sorry, eating when you're not hungry, even healthy food will impair your body to lose weight. Now, no, this is not always feasible or practical, especially when you're at work and you've been assigned designated meal breaks, but where possible, so of course this includes when you're not at work, consciously choose to listen to your natural appetite regulation mechanism before eating out of boredom or just for the sake of eating. Of course, I'm not saying that you should never eat breakfast again, um, especially when you're on an early shift as those hunger pangs can really come in thick and fast when you haven't had enough sleep. Um, instead, it's just being more mindful of how frequently you're eating. Um, I, are you really needing that mid-afternoon snack because you're hungry or is it more out of habit or boredom? Also, a couple of other strategies is to just make sure that your meals always contain a source of protein. Uh, this will help uh, to offset those uh, spikes in blood sugar. 
uh, for example, that you know they don't contain purely uh, carbohydrates. For example, if you're going to have pasta, if you can incorporate some chicken uh, with that pasta dish. Uh, also, making sure that you're drinking plenty of pure water as opposed to those sugary energy drinks because each time you have a glass um, of soda or uh, you know any type of energy drink, um, then that is also going to spike your blood sugar. And you know, being hydrated it basically helps the body to function at its optimum as well because it increases the efficiency uh, of the body on all levels. So I hope that um, gave you some a little bit of insights just to think and ponder about these three meals a day with snacks in between. Do we really need to be doing that? Uh, you know, of course, if you are diagnosed with uh, diabetes, type one or type two, obviously you do need to be uh, consulting with your healthcare practitioner. Um, before undertaking any uh, sort of major change in in how you're eating but the the purpose of these podcasts and these trainings is to spark some interest and to spark your a little bit of critical thought um, in um, in ways to help to improve uh, your health and well-being and not just uh, taking on you know what sort of being we're being told or we're being pushed by uh, big food industries in particular as to what we should or shouldn't um, be doing with our, with our uh, eating uh, lifestyles. All right, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Um, please feel free to share the episode with any of your friends and family who you think might benefit from the discussion as well. Until next time, we'll see you then. We really hope you enjoyed that conversation. Thanks so much for listening. Feel free to share the episode with any of your friends, family, or colleagues who you think may benefit from the discussion too. If you'd like to learn more strategies on how to work around the clock and stay healthy too, head on over to thehealthyshiftworker.com for more information.